Well, those of you who have been waiting now anxiously for this broadcast, settle down. We're ready to talk about it. As you remember, those of you who listened last time, we were talking about the relationship of daughter-in-laws to mother-in-laws. Probably the hairiest problem that a counselor has to face. I'll tell you, it's bad when two men get uh, at each other's throats, but it's even worse when you've got a daughter-in-law and a mother-in-law pulling hair, literally or figuratively. And those are the ones who do so. It's really difficult when those two women start pulling on an arm of that man who's in between them. Now let's begin by thinking about this problem. First of all, let's talk about that man for a moment in case he's out there, or in case you're taking uh, uh, notes here and you can uh, relay them to him uh, when he comes home tonight. You know, a lot of the problem between mother-in-laws and daughter-in-laws could be alleviated if the man in question, the son or the husband, from whichever viewpoint you're viewing him now as your husband or as your son, if that man were to take seriously what God has said in Genesis 2.28, where he says a man must leave his, his father and mother and must cleave to his wife and the two become one flesh. There are priorities in that verse that he must come to recognize. The priority is his wife. His wife is to be before any other living human being except Jesus Christ himself. His mother and his father must be put second. And it's important, even when the mother-in-law or the father-in-law don't want to be put in a secondary place, that that husband, once he becomes a husband and the head of a new home, do this in all his relationships with his parents from that time forward. Now, that doesn't mean that he's to be nasty to them. It doesn't mean that he's to be... Uh, curt and uh, irresponsible in his relationship with him? No, quite to the contrary. When it says he is to leave father and mother, it means he's to make a break. But it should be a clean break, a Christian break, one in which he does everything that he can from his side of the relationship to be sure that there is no sin in his part, on his part in relationship to his parents. Sometimes some pretty nasty words can be spoken. Sometimes some pretty mean things can be done. If any of that has occurred, the way to get this break started right, the way to get the break healed uh, from its bad aspects is to go and to seek forgiveness about those matters from your parents and then to start living in the proper way in relationship to them. But one thing is for sure, whether you seek forgiveness or not, you must from then on, whether you find yourself having to, to go back and apologize and seek forgiveness or whether your relationship has been clean, from then on, you must sustain a clear-cut difference in your relationship between your parents and your wife. Your wife must come first. When it says that you leave father and mother and you cleave to your wife and you become one flesh with her, there are two differences between those relationships. First of all, in relationship to your parents, it was a temporary thing. God provided parents simply to launch children into life, to help them to grow up and keep them from beating themselves to pieces on the pavement as they, they uh, use their roller skates and go down the sidewalk on their wagons, to feed them, to clothe them, to take care of them, to teach them, to nurture them for life, for the responsibilities that they must take on themselves as they come. But it was a temporary relationship. 
And if parents didn't view it that way, you must come to see that God views it that way and you must view it that way. So it's one that could not last and one that had to be broken and that now must be broken if you are thinking of getting married or if you've just been married. And so you must break with your past. You no longer have a relationship to your parents in which they uh, can have authority over you any longer. You are now the authority and head of a new uh, relationship, head of a new home. The second difference between these two is not only uh, that the relationship with your parents was temporary and with your wife is to be permanent, but the second fact is this. About this new relationship, God says, the two become one flesh. This is a closer, deeper, richer, more intimate, fuller relationship than the one you could ever sustain to your parents. And how important it is for them to realize that too. How important for your mother and for your father, but particularly for your mother to realize that no relationship could ever exist with you, such as the relationship that exists or should exist with your wife. It's now your job to cultivate the fullness of that and the depth of that relationship, to go into it with as much uh, 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 enthusiasm and as much effort as you possibly can so that the two of you do become one flesh with each other. The word flesh doesn't refer there to a bodily thing. Uh, in the uh, Old Testament, uh, the word flesh simply means person. In fact, in the, the New Testament, it often has that same meaning. Uh, just a few uh, chapters later in Genesis, where God speaks about destroying the world, he says, I will bring a flood and I will destroy all flesh. What he really means there is not just that he's going to destroy the flesh and not the bones, but that he's going to destroy every body, as we say. And we say every body, we don't think of the body only, we mean every person. Well, when he says one flesh, he means that you and your wife are to become one person so closely related that the two of you begin to think alike, you know each other intimately, what happens to one happens to the other, and so on. This is the closeness of that relationship, and that cannot be the same kind of relationship as you sustained with your parents. You must develop a new and richer and fuller and closer thing than you have ever had with any other human being in all this world before. And so, husbands, it's important for you to see to it that you do everything that you can to make the distinctives in these relationships known to your parents and make these distinctives a part of your actual living day by day in relationship to your wife. There is a way, you see, in which you must change. You cannot be the same person that you were when you were living at home. You are now the head of a new home. You have new responsibilities for your wife, for yourself, for your family, for children who might come along. You have a new relationship to the world, a new relationship to God. You are the person who, before God, must be responsible for all the parties in that home and be responsible before the world for your home, too. You represent that home in a peculiar way in this society. But not only that, remember, secondly, you have a new responsibility to a new person, a closer responsibility than you've ever known to a friend, to a sister, a brother, a father, a mother, to anyone else. And it's your task to not allow anyone or anything, including your parents, to get between you and that new uh, wife of yours, that woman that God has given to you to be the closest person in all of your life, to be the one who is dearer and closer and nearer to you, whose heart beats with yours in time into the same rhythm and into the same interests and the same concerns. That's your job, husband. Your job 
is to see to it that your wife has no problem with her mother-in-law and to see to it that your mother-in-law has no problem with your wife. You are the principal one who can make the difference in that relationship. Well, that's about all I think we can say on this broadcast. The next broadcast, we'll talk a little bit more about how that mother-in-law or how that daughter-in-law can do something about this matter, even if the husband isn't doing what he ought to do. But the first thing you can do, mother-in-law or daughter-in-law, is to take these notes that you've been taking on today's broadcast and sit down with that husband or that son of yours and read them over to him and insist that he begin to make a clean and wonderful break with his parents so that he can be on a new and better relationship with them as well as with his wife. Everybody will benefit in the long run. Lord, help husbands to do the hard thing of making a break and then cleaving to their wives in fullness. For Christ's sake we pray, amen.